0: Honestly, I was just working my way up to death. I thought about killing myself every day. I was using all the time, and that's not a sustainable lifestyle. My brother shot himself because of drugs. When you are using technology to lure children for sexual purposes, there's a couple of problems that concern me. But I remember feeling kind of relieved after hurting myself. Do you have any idea how much you were worth? I like to say it this way. Great people are really built in the furnace of affliction. Our teens are navigating a world of information anarchy and increased stress and pressure. Drugs are glorified more than ever before, and there seems to be a suicide option that didn't exist prior. As adults, we are responsible to provide the help at-risk teens need. Have teens changed, or is it just the world they live in that's different? Is this why so many teens are traumatized or triggered? My name is Aaron Huey and in 2009, I opened a home for these teens with the hopes of giving them a second chance at creating the life we all know they deserve. Now I wanna give parents the information that contributed to our success and to support them in navigating the at-risk world. These are the stories told by the teens and the techniques used by experts to help them. Welcome to Beyond Risk and back. Hey folks, Aaron Huey, Beyond Risk and Back. I'm here at the Winter Symposium in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and I'm interviewing the experts here. There's a lot of speakers here. There's a lot of people coming through here today. And uh, I'm trying to get my hands on every single one of them so we can get as much information about recovery, about intervention, about interruption, about dealing and working with these kids at risk. And walking by my booth, introduced to me by a good friend named Rob Lohman, who I'll have on the show uh, uh, later on is a uh, rob decker and rob decker uh is a fitness trainer we got to talking he started telling me about his sobriety i stopped him there and i said we got to talk on the air rob hello thank you for joining me on beyond Risk and back
1: thanks for having me hey
0: start right up man we got about 15 minutes tell me your story what's going on
1: all right so it all started about 11 years ago when i jumped head first out of a window and i tried to kill myself Um, I was a full-blown alcoholic drug abuser Um, I was a little bit into fitness I used fitness as an avenue to uh, deal with some of my pain but the alcohol and drugs dealt in a sense with most of it Um, after I survived the fall it took me about three or four years of recovery to be able to walk and move normal again Um, in the meantime you know for me I, I became a man of faith I had to Uh, Pray, I had to to press forward a lot, Um, and I still struggled with alcohol. Alcohol was still a a type of medication for me. Plus, I was on about six or seven different medications for my my back and my arms due to all the damage from from the break. Uh, Eventually, what happened was is I got well enough, and I moved well enough, and got off all the medication. That I was able to go back into the workforce after I was told I was never going to walk again, I was never going to work out again, I was never going to be working full time again. And these are all things that I do. I do all these all this stuff now. Um, You know, now I'm six years sober. Uh, I've been able to get off all the pain medication. I don't struggle with any of those types of addictions. I'm a I've been married for about five years now, have a two year old and we have another one on our way. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And so, you know, a lot of what I do and, and, and how I try to share is, you know, I want to be able to make an impact in people's lives and using my story, my faith and my fitness to help push people into that recovery direction
0: you know you you said a minute ago as you were just sitting down you said all right you know wait till you hear the story and and this is my first podcast of this entire four-day event and man you've started me off with the truth (laughs) and and that's and that's the thing and you know parents listen to this podcast because the truth is the thing that they're struggling with, right. and, and when we, do, you know, you, you've come out of the gate talking about suicide, right. you've come out of the gate talking about addiction, mm-hmm. finding your faith, creating a family, um, and being involved in fitness. Mm-hmm. So the the question that I have for parents, the one the the ones that I know are burning for parents is, it's pretty obvious how fitness is a support system for recovery. All right. Martial arts not only carried me through my addiction, but carried me through the my recovery. Right. And now we use martial arts and fitness in our facility. So now I know I've got parents listening saying, how on earth am I going to get my kid to exercise? I can't even get him out of bed. I can't even get him to stop smoking weed in my basement. I, you know, the depression. You and I both know that this depression is such a deeply... It's, it's a dragon, man. It's a clinical, it's, 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 it's
1: deeply rooted.
0: Yeah. Sure. So sure. how do we tell a person who's depressed, which both you and I know oh. you get up and move, you're going to feel better. Right. How do we start that process?
1: We know I, have always believed that movement is life. Yeah. Right. And, and so just to be able to, I remember when I was in my deepest darkest moments of, of depression, especially after breaking my back and, and being medicated, I just knew that I had to put my foot down on that floor and walk, I would go outside and I'd walk and I'd get fresh air and I'd get sun. Um, and eventually it was just, I had to step back into the gym and I, I had to get strong again. And and whatever was going on inside of me, whether it was the anger, the hurt, the confusion, the depression, I was, a bit, I was able to release a lot of that in the gym with, with movement or even with a great hike. I lived by some mountains, just getting movement, breathing hard, throwing around some weight, um, those were all elements for me to be able to press forward, and then you kind of get addicted, if that's even an okay word to say. Point, <laughs> I think right? it is. Reco- I think it is in recovery, but um, it, it becomes that that almost <laughs> another ba- you're a new obsession yeah. almost. Um, but it's a healthy one, you know. Um, and along with that comes the good nutrition as well, the hydration, um, a lot more positive relationships around you. You're building self confidence and self esteem in that process and so um you know to be able to like i said just put your foot on that floor and just trust in the process of fitness and take that first step
0: you know you're you're it's interesting because what you're talking about i don't know if you're in the rooms i don't know if you're a friend of bill w's you know but but you're talking about one step you're talking about one day you're talking about take the first step it is this whole process of recovery is just a step at a time, and people make a New Year's resolution. They get into the gym. They take thirty steps the first day. They're so sore the next day they, <laughs> that they're going to quit. By they February.
1: cut their membership two weeks later. <laughs> that's right.
0: That's right. February fourteenth, you've forgotten yeah. all, all your stuff. So you're. While we are talking about obsession and addiction to keeping yourself healthy, and I look at you and I cannot believe you broke your back. I cannot believe you took a digger out of a out of a window like that and broke your back, and then telling you you never walked. Okay of your process, the addiction, the recovery process, the physical therapy of, of recovery from a broken back. What's the most painful for you? What was the most painful? What still remains the most painful part of your, your experience in life?
1: Wow. That's tough. You know, I wouldn't, I'm just uh, very grateful that I don't have much pain left. Yeah. um, Whether it's emotional, spiritual or physical. Um, I would say that out of all of them maybe just the soreness from my back that shows up once in a while from a lot of training how
0: do you how do you mitigate the 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 pain management I mean we're pills (laughs) so
1: so... hydration nutrition right because you what you eat you kind of you are what you eat right crap in crap out Yeah, yeah right inflammation like there's foods that that release inflammation or dumb it down and remove it and then there's food that creates that inflammation and so you know, for me to eat well, reduces a lot of inflammation. For me to exercise regularly, reduces inflammation, right? And so um, it's making those choices of drinking lots of water, staying hydrated, um, that's gonna reduce inflammation, right? Uh, uh, being spiritually sound and, and just having that, that, that peace, you know, stress creates inflammation. So when I have that peace in my heart, well, I reduce inflammation. Wow,
0: that's huge. In in the hospital, um, I know any time I've had to go to the doctor in the last 21 years, the first thing I say, whether they need to know it or not, is, "I'm an addict. Don't prescribe me any pain medication whatsoever." Right. Um, and did you have that experience or or? Um,
1: crazy. Um, you know, I think when I went to the hospital, they they um, they brought in a doctor, a psychologist, and and I was diagnosed with being bipolar, okay. depressant. Sure, so, sure. And then they knew that i struggled with drugs and alcohol i'm sure they found some in my system at the time but because of the severity of the injuries they were giving me morphine and dilotic of course stuff like that so um i think what happened over time is when i got out of the hospital and i was i was trying to get off these pain medications i mean I, i knew that i had purpose in my life and that purpose was to to have a cleaner lifestyle and to help others that i had to get off those pain medications so for me you know being a little bit more grounded in faith this time around um i was able to get off one and then the next and they just started to fall off
0: all right so if you have three tips for parents they're dealing with the kid who's in recovery a kid who's going into recovery a kid who's uh uh, at present in a treatment program and their kid's coming home what do you what do parents need to do to change the environment to support fitness to support diet what do parents have to do
1: well they have to lead by example you know you don't get to sit there and 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 point to someone and and tell them to do something when you're not willing to do the same thing i know this i know that when my wife wanted me to quit drinking alcohol she quit two weeks before i did because she supported that thought right so if you want your child to exercise well you know, it wouldn't hurt for you to exercise, right? <laughs> when did that hurt anybody? Uh, you should eat more nutritionally sound. You know, you should find something that gets you more spiritually grounded. You have to be someone for these kids to look up to, right? Um, unfortunately, we don't have a lot of that right now is, is, is adult figures that these kids can look up to.
0: What do parents need to pull out of their uh, kitchen cupboard? Well, what's got to go right <laughs> All now? The
1: process, anything processed, man. Anything that has ingredients that you can't understand the language on it. Um, you know, I, I'm a big advocate of, of eating more plant-based foods. Sure. Um, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm definitely a meat eater. Okay. But you can't go wrong with uh, having more plant-based foods. I just say that if God created it, well, then you can eat it. But if man packaged it, it's got to go.
0: That's a great, (laughs) that's a great, I think, I think for any family of faith out there, what a great, what a great concept. Say if God created it, eat it. If man packaged it,
1: toss it. Toss it. it. (laughs) That's a
0: great one. All right. So message for uh, people at about your stage in recovery. At you know, what point from the, that gung ho beginning, and you and I kind of joked about the, um, the new year's resolution that ends at latest by february 14th
1: it's already ended in my gym (laughs) yeah yeah exactly
0: exactly so what do you say to someone who now two two years into recovery because i remember my first year man i could just uh, i was going i was going then that second year you're like i got this yeah yeah and things start to slide off what's the advice you got someone who's doing less and should be doing more how when do you double down how do you how do you double down on your on your body, on yourself, on your faith, on your recovery.
1: Well, you be the difference maker. You lead by example. You know you've conquered this much, this far. Well, go out there and help someone else do it. Right? Be accountable to somebody else. Someone needs that accountability. So I would say step up into a leadership role. Become that leader. Right? You've already got past all the other stuff. Um, there's a lot more to learn and a lot more to be de- desired when you become a leader. In, in your industry or, or your environment, right? There's, there's a lot more to, to learn. And you're gonna deal with different personalities, right? And you're gonna have to learn to deal with those types of personalities, right? So there's more to learn for you as well. Okay. Don't allow your, your walk to get stagnant at all.
0: Let's talk about how people can get in touch with you, how someone can reach out and find you.
1: Absolutely, so I have my own website. It's robdeckerspeaks.com. It has a bunch of podcasts, uh, videos, articles that you can check out. But you can email me at rob at robdeckerspeaks.com.
0: You're on Facebook?
1: I am on Facebook as Rob Decker. And I'm on Instagram as Decker underscore Rob. All right. <laughs> right.
0: So uh, last bit of advice for people, parents, teachers, and clinicians, who, who is my primary audience, uh, you know, mainly moms, um, but parents, teachers, and clinicians who are working with these kids wondering which way to go.
1: Um, I know that I had to trust in the process through all this stuff. Um, you have to be patient with people, everybody.
0: Talk about the process for a second, because you've said trust in the process. For you, what is
1: this process? Well, the process is when you don't see light at the end of the tunnel, you keep putting one foot forward, right? I mean, that's part of trusting in the process is that there is a game plan set before you and you stay committed to that game plan, right? And, And it doesn't always feel good. It's not easy. No one said this stuff was easy.
0: Okay, so you got trust the process, then you started up with the second one and I interrupted
1: I want to say it was patience yeah patience. that's right you know because we all kind of uh everyone moves at a different different pace and and my final is is always going to be love you, you just can't beat love man um continue to pour love into yourself pour love into others um it's unconditional it's unselfish um you're going to learn some patience in that love as well
0: fantastic folks Rob speaks.com. It fits with the mantra. It fits with the beyond risking back mantra. You take care of yourself first. You take care of your adult relationship. Second, you take care of your children third, because in that way we do our best work with our children and let's, let's take Rob's advice. Let's make it physical. Let's, let's, let's start with that one step. Let's put that foot forward. Let's start walking. Let's get the heart rate up. Let's get the breathing going again that puts your brain back online. Rob, any final words here?
1: No, I just thank you for for having me today and um, giving me that opportunity to share my story and, and hopefully this helps somebody out there. Let's
0: follow up. Let's do a longer podcast. Let's be in touch and uh, get us an hour show going. Uh, and I would also love to introduce you to some people at the network. I think I think you having your own show through the Mental Health News Radio Network would be something. And I got the. I got the boss goddess's ear, and she'd probably like to talk to you because you got Absolutely. you got you got a great voice for this. Thank you, I really appreciate My it. My pleasure. I, I really do, Rob Thanks Decker. Much. Everybody, thank you so much, thank Rob. So much. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Beyond Risk and Back. Join us each week for your connection to experts in adolescent health and wellness, recovery, and responsibility, and also to listen to teens talk about their lives in crisis. For more information on our program for struggling teens or me, please go to firemountainprograms.com, join us on Facebook at Fire Mountain Residential Treatment Center, or at Beyond Risk and Back. Visit our YouTube channel at Fire Mountain RTC for even more support with our parent training videos special thanks to mental health news radio for their continued love and support of our program please go to mentalhealthnewsradio.com to see all of their podcasts feel free to email me at aaron at Programs.com.